Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the post pot sift spoil. Uh, we are going to spoil everything about In the Heights, the hanging with threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, and post credit sequences. They all die. <laughs> not really, not really. Uh, from In the Heights. Uh, okay, let's get into this. Uh, two main things I want to talk about. Number one, speaking of uh, death, uh, the oh, that. Yeah. That scene is so powerful and so well done. How? Tell me about your, you know, Lo, you knew it was yes. coming, right? Yeah. So, like, were you preparing yourself for it? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a little desensitized to it because, like I said, this is a musical that I've listened to quite often, often beginning right. to end. Abuela has died like a hundred yeah, times yeah. Uh, um, in your mind. Still, so, yeah. <laughs> Truly, the moment that makes me sob, no matter how many times I've listened to this musical, is one of the songs that was cut, um, which is called Everything oh. I Know, which is this song about Nina. Um, she's sitting in Abuela's house, like, packing, helping pack up her things and kind of go through all of her stuff. As, you know, if you've ever had a loved one die, it's a very emotional process. And mm-hmm. she's looking through all of these things that Abuela has saved. A picture of Usnavi when he was a baby at Halloween her her high school graduation pamphlet with a star next to her name and like all these things that Abuela, like just showing all the connections that she has and her talking about how Abuela was always there for her and she she would make sure she did her homework, you know, like while her parents, parents, because she has a mom in the musical who has a song of her own, that's oh. another cut thing from Nina's plot line. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, really? They cut a lot of Nina's So it's not plot. just Jimmy Smith's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Smith is enough parent but for I, but anybody. But I do think that <laughs> that specific song is the one song that I'm like, 
I think that's the one that they cut that I'm the most like, I, I'm kind of like mad about it because I think that it does nothing but for like, it does, it does a lot more for Abuela's like, like plot and mm-hmm. her connection to this entire neighborhood. And it brings Nina's guilt and she, she gets a moment to really work through the reasons why she's scared and she compares herself to Abuela leaving Havana. And was was she scared? Did she know what she was moving to when they moved to the to the US? Did they think that it was just a land of opportunity and everything was gonna be easy? And like, you know, is that what I'm going through? Like it's just such a really great moment to kind of really entwine these two plot lines. Um, and you know, they made the decision to make Nina and Benny's plot a little bit more background and like it's fine. But I still like, oof. That song is like a big one for me that I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do have the one song in the whole set, I should say, where you see uh, Abuela Claudia on the uh, the L train, mm-hmm. you know, and you see, you know, like the people from Havana, like, you know, bringing out the linens and everything like that. And she's going through her life. And this is all right before she dies. And it's such a powerful and emotional song because the entire time that song is going on, I just, I I don't know if it's what the song's intention is, but it's like, I was like, Oh, is she saying goodbye right now? It's in a different spot. Is this like, it's a little earlier. Yeah. Is it really a little earlier in the musical? They actually Mm. cut the song Hmm. where Abuela dies. Again, this, oh, somehow fascin- this movie is two and a half hours long, even though the musical is only two, <laughs> and they cut like six or seven songs. I don't know how they did that. Is the uh, is the straight up dialogue like you know actual conversations between characters? Is that what's added? I, yes. Like, is it just pretty much song after no, song? No, after no, no. I mean, it's a musical. It's not. It's not like an opera or like a song through musical. It's more of like a stereotypical musical. Okay. There's lots of dialogue and scenes between the songs. I, they just added a lot of stuff that wasn't originally in the show. And I think that in order to make room for like the, the, the dreamers subplot and um, some of the stuff yeah. with, uh, with Vanessa, they gave, they give her Same. a little bit more. Oh. And then all of the stuff with Usnavi on the beach, like that was all new dialogue and stuff. So, you know, it's interesting. The dreamers stuff, how well that goes with yeah. the themes in this movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy how well that fits in considering it wasn't um, part. So you're saying the Alabanza song um, well, was earlier. No, not Alabanza. Alabanza was there. Paciencia y Fe is, I believe the name of the song mm-hmm. that yeah, is, is the song mm-hmm. that she's yeah. singing like kind of right before she dies. Um, that's a little right. bit earlier in the musical. And there is another song that I can't remember the name of. Let me actually look up in the Heights. Well, while you're looking that up, just interject yeah, yeah. whenever you find it. But, uh, that whole thing of, you know, where she's walking down to the, towards the steps and you see the light, mm-hmm. you know, shining. And that was like, oh no. I, cause like the entire time when she's like reliving her past, that's when I'm like, oh gosh, please don't let yeah. this be the end of Abuela. Cause I love her so much. She, rem- I think she, that character just begs, you know, not only like the whole matriarchal, you know, she's the mother of the entire block or anything like that. It was like the, the unconditional love for everything. And they even talk about it, like how she found beauty and love in things that, you know, everybody else mm-hmm. overlooked, you know, 
I think that's what made that character so special. She and, is uh, a... how she. Go ahead. Good. I thought you were done. Go ahead. I was gonna say how she how she uh, passed looking at her family pretty much, you know, with a smile on her face. Like, I can't imagine a better way for that character to go, but at the same time, it's so emotional and heartbreaking that it had to happen. She is the heart of the movie, as I mentioned. She's also, she also uh, adds a foundation of faith to the movie that is really interesting. And, um, you know, I think, in many communities, uh, the way faith plays a role in day-to-day life is is fascinating and interesting, and um, and she is there. There are many things that people who take the name Christian do, uh, and Abuela is the living embodiment of what my idea of Jesus Christ actually is, mm. and that's you know that yeah. is that is what makes it really powerful to me, and kind of. One of the things that, that makes this ne- a next level experience for me is that character and just the whole Paciencia Ife, uh, forgive the, the mispronunciation, um, is just, I don't know, I just find it, you know, even the, even the word alabanza, right, means to offer God, offer everything to God, you know, like to, you know, uh, I think the word praise is in there too, like offer praise to God or, or whatever. And there's just, there's, there's a really beautiful way that she loves, like you said, everybody around her unconditionally. She ne- she's never judging people. She's never, you know, it's just, it's really beautiful. And I think it, it offers the, the, the musical a, a really beautiful centerpiece of, of faith. And, and they go back to that in the final song as well. You know, there's, uh, it's very much about honoring her and kind of uh, who she was. So, so, yeah, that was one of the two things that, that I wanted to chat about for yeah. sure. Um, the other is the uh, bookends, um, which is really fascinating to me because Lowe tells us they're not in the original Broadway play, which I guess, how would they be? But so for you, when you see that low, oh. do you, you immediately know it's or did you I think they spent, really I spent the it? whole movie being really scared that he was going to move back to um, back to Dominican the Republic. Republic because like part of yeah. what this movie is about is about realizing like like you've like we've already talked about realizing like mm-hmm. how important your home can be and like also kind of putting away this sort of uh for both Nina and Usnavi uh, more so Nina in the in the play than in this but putting away that sort of like rose glass rose tinted glasses version of your childhood mm-hmm. and for Usnavi it's putting that away of the Dominican Republic for Nina it's kind of putting that away of her hometown so that she can go beyond it um and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm going to be mad if this ends up happening. It didn't, but then they had that whole thing with them having a daughter, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> like, this isn't just a dream, <laughs> but that was okay. <laughs> I I think it's brilliantly done. Um, I, you know, I did not have any context. Of course. Um, yeah, this is all coming from, like, my... me being too comparative, of course. <laughs> no, no, I, it, I was curious about it, because, like you said, if you know what the point of the show had been it would have been hard to buy in to what was going on there however the movie really does sell it it sells it pretty well um i know uh my wife was really shocked by it she loved the mm-hmm. twist the twist obviously is that the the shop is the beach and you know that they he didn't move although you know it, it feels like he did and he's telling a story from his past 
Um, but they they wait to have the girl like halfway through call him mm-hmm. dad, which is a yeah. neat, which is a nice oh, little touch. Like that a caught really, me by surprise. because it grounds. <laughs> yeah, it grounds it even further, and it's like, oh, you know, they wouldn't do that if that weren't real. And they kind of cheated it a little bit, but they they didn't do anything, you know, wrong there. Um, I kind of caught. Okay, my brain is weird. I saw the green crab, and I was like, crabs are not that bright green. What is going on here? And I thought, oh, maybe this is this is a you know a fantasy where I didn't know all yeah. of it, but I was I was kind of suspicious from that point, <laughs> which is right near the beginning. I think that's like in the second time we see him on the beach um, with the kids. Um, but I just I think it's really well done. I think it's a really smart framing device for this movie, especially considering now that I've heard you talk that they really focused the whole thing, changed it to be about gentrification. Mm-hmm. And so it really focuses the whole movie on do you leave yeah. or you do you stay and it's stay not to say that that wasn't better. a theme in the original musical, but they definitely kind of right, like switched right. the dials as to which one they were focusing more on in the movie, which is fine. Like it's it's a right. relevant topic and worth talking about. Yeah. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. yeah, that, that threw me off. Another thing is that, uh, so the timeline of this movie is very interesting because the show takes place over like three days. Like the entire first act up until the blackout is a single day. And then oh. like the oh, next day is the day that Abuela dies. Um, which is what happens, but it's like, that's the next day. And then we have like... Well, mm-hmm. I think that's it. I mean, again, I haven't seen the full musical in a while, but it might it might be four days technically, but it's something like that where it's like it's just a few days. And um, yeah. I noticed that the most at the very end when they were like a month later, like 30 days since the blackout or whatever it was. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, so has Vanessa and Usnavi just not talked <laughs> like since since that <laughs> night, first of all? 
Second, it was like like they they skipped over like I, it, it weirded me out again because I'm so familiar with the musical. I understand this is something that maybe mm-hmm. not everyone would like care about. But the uh, in that last song, they had that stuff with like Vanessa and Usnavi and their little daughter like dancing together and stuff. Like none of that is in the musical. It, it's literally him that day just being like, "Okay, I'm staying," which you do get in the musical, but it doesn't like flash forward. To, to any sort of like mm-hmm. resolution beyond that. It's just like, hey, we've we've literally shown you a couple of days, like three or four days of this neighborhood, very slice of life. Like, here you go. There's mm-hmm. no like jumping forward to something like uh, further. In fact, one of the last lines in the show is you like, you better believe I, I'm like, I'm going to get a second date from Vanessa or something like that is like one of the final lyrics in the show. So it, it is it is a little bit more I'd like hey, tied up in a bow. It was fine in the movie, but it was interesting as somebody who wasn't expecting yeah. that. A little touch that I loved, um, you know, we, for the, the the markers say, you know, so many days mm-hmm. till blackout, you know, and then once yeah. we're in the blackout, it says so many days still blackout. I, I yeah. For whatever reason, I just love that little touch of till blackout, mm-hmm. still blackout. I don't know. It just, it seemed very Lin-Manuel to me um, yeah. to do that. But yeah. Anything else you guys there want to were, talk about? There were two uh, things that I wanted to talk about. One is kind of more of a question as opposed to like an actual moment. And that is, you know me, I'm I'm face value when it comes to movies, and I'm not much for the metaphorical moments of it. That's sure. more Aaron's cup of tea. But as I was watching the movie, af- after it ended, I've kind of felt like, you know, there's power literally power and vibrancy throughout the first half. And then when Abuela dies, that's when the power goes out. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, since she was the life and the power of the community, like nobody had any life in them since she was gone. And it's not until Carnival when people start, you know, coming back together that the power comes back on and they start realizing, you know, that Abuela Claudia would be with them for, for you know, just, you know, not physically. So I don't know if, like, I'm reading too much into no. that metaphor. It's in a that's... different order in the show, and that song takes place before Abuela dies. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Uh, wow. Yeah. I think it's a really cool It's a really cool place to put it after her death as this sort of, like, revitalization and being like, hey, like, you know, like, let's, let's mourn her in more of, like, a celebrating her life type of way, you know, breathing life back in. Well, and it's also... It's also when they're moving yeah. the shop, right? Which, and they're just like, as far yeah. as I remember, is not a plot in the musical. What? It, what is the same from this? Also, you want me to blow your mind more? Um, we know that Abuela won the money from the blackout. I mean, it's not public knowledge. Oh, I, I knew. Well, that. but I mean, like she tells Usnavi, she shows him the money. I think. Oh. I mean, like there's a lyric in the song that's like, "I've never seen this much money in my life." So I'm pretty sure that they have like physical, supposed to be like a bag, mm. like she cashed it somewhere else, type of thing. Um, and and because, like I mentioned, yeah. the blackout scene, it's like a little scarier um, because they're like, he's like, "Okay, we're gonna like, I'm gonna like protect you while this like looting is happening." Yeah. Um, and the fireworks happen in the blackout scene um, to distract the vandals as opposed to like, hey, let's light up the block and like have it be fun. Which, again, I can see reasons yeah. why they would change that up. But it does like there's like domino effects of like you change one plot line and it starts to affect a lot of other things in the show. Yeah. 
It sounds yeah. like they really had to do a lot Which of that. Which is weird because I don't yeah, no, feel I know. like they changed a ton. But then when I start talking about it, I'm like, wait, they did. Like somehow it's <laughs> like both are true. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> No, it's I like def- we saw the Tarantino version where it's all out of quarter. It's a different reality. To some of the songs, which I think is really fun. I mean, I think Paciencia Fe works amazingly as a sort of like like her life flashing before her eyes moment, even if it wasn't that mm-hmm. in in the movie or in the show. So it's like, yeah, I, I think that a lot of the choices that they made are really fun and inspired, and you know, taking new moments. But it is there. There are some like interesting differences. To answer yeah. your your question, I do believe that that they are purposely playing with that uh, metaphor. I, I think it's it's fairly clear, and even even just the the lines like you know we are powerless, um, you know, it obviously yeah. has a very deep double meaning, and um, and then Carnival, I think you know they regain their power, you know, they re understand yeah. who they are, and you know, um, so yeah, I I think that's the that's other- right. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to talk about was is what I think is the most powerful scene in the movie. And it's the scene between Nina and Jimmy Smith's character, her dad, where she's uh where they're at dinner, you know, with everybody around the table. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how he sold the business so she can go back to Stanford. And she talks about how she was searched in her dormitory, and it's like she she refuses the money and stuff like that. It was just such a it was an emotional scene, obviously, but it was such a powerful scene in the sense of you understand both of them. You know, Jimmy Smith is just the dad who wants the best for his daughter. He sees nothing but the future for her. And she sees, you know, everything that she's leaving behind. And it's I just wanted to get like where where you guys landed like on that scene. Because for me, it's the best scene in the movie. No, I think it's great. I think the the stuff uh, between them is is really interesting and uh, not necessarily something I've seen a ton before. The idea of uh, you know um, the parent trying to provide for their children and the child being like you know I I don't need it, but not not in a way of like I'm rebelling and I'm refusing it, and it's yeah. and not even in a way of. I feel bad that you're spending this on me. It's more of there's a little of that. There, there's a little bit of that, but it's mostly you're not listening to me. I'm not mm. connecting to why I'm there yet, and like that's 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 deeper than those things. And that that is that is a parent child thing. That is a, a parent child miscommunication thing where it's like you know, you you see your version of the world for me and understand things you think but i'm the one living it listen to what i'm saying like that's it was just i thought it was really good so um yeah. so yeah i enjoyed it as well yeah those are the two things i wanted to touch on nice nice anything else from you lo that you wanted to mention um, before we go i mean no i'm just gonna keep pointing out like weird it is the original <laughs> play it called is, in it the is heights. called in the heights and i would say that <laughs> okay. like honestly this is a pretty faithful adaptation i just think that it's necessary for adaptations to to have changes, especially when this is a show that came out in 2008 and is a modern show for that time, it's going to date itself, right? Like the longer time goes on, like there's a lot of stuff, like there's very minor things. Like there's a lyric in the original show that's Donald Trump and me on the links and he's my caddy. You're not going to say that now because in 2008, he was just a weird rich guy that golfed a lot. So they changed it to, I think, uh, Tiger Woods, you know, just to, again, be somebody that is famous that you would know mm-hmm. that golfs. 
Um, so there's like little things like that all the way up to some of the bigger stuff to make the movie more relevant to today's political climate and the things that I think people in that community are more worried about than what they were in 2008. Things are always changing. So I get it. It all yeah. makes sense. But it is very interesting from my point of view, just being like, well, like get all these little dominoes. <laughs> is there a world where you end up liking the movie more than I don't the think so. uh, original? Mostly okay. because of the the fact that they didn't include songs that are missing yeah, just that, you that love. one song. There's a yeah. lot of songs that are missing that I get. And I understand that they wanted to pare down Nina's story, but I think that everything I know is it is the tearjerker in that musical. And I think that most mm -hmm. people who are very big fans mm -hmm. of the musical would say that that is the biggest tearjerker. That is the most emotional song in the entire show. And it, like it being, it being missing is I think very noticed by people who are like familiar with the musical. Well, there you go. Uh, it's <laughs> official. The uh, movie is better than the, the stage play and uh, in the Heights is the opposite. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right, that's going to wrap it up. Thank you, guys. Uh, appreciate you hanging out with us for the Sip Spoil. We'll be back uh, next time we need to spoil something, whenever that is. We'll catch you then. Bye. Bye. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.